Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the grand final of 16 to 1, the Terrace Podcast quiz show, which believes tolerating this won't necessarily have any implications for your children. We've reached the end point in our quest to identify the second best quizzer amongst the Terrace Podcast contributors, and we are now literally minutes away from handing out the highly sought after Josie Carroll Pierre fan fan trophy. <laughs> Let's find out who's playing today. Contestant number one is Tom from Aberdeen. Tom, where would winning this quiz rank amongst your lifetime achievements? In the top seven. The top seven. Um, yeah, I, I think it's been a slog so far. The, you know, the, we've, we've had to focus the minds. It's been some some downtime in, in between for the day to day, but you know, you you try and rise to the occasion for the for the for the cup. Perfect. And your opponent contestant number two is Craig from Edinburgh. Craig, if you had to sacrifice one of your earthly possessions to secure victory in this quiz, what would it be? Anything. Take your pick. You would. You the house. Would, the house. Everything. And I know how much trouble that that house, um, in, in terms of getting rid of it, was. So um, you had to you had to advertise yourself via the newspapers, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I, I can understand that. But perfect. Um, right, well, the grand final will be an extended version of the quiz format that we have grown to love over the p- previous 14 episodes. The players will compete over six rounds this time. And in keeping with tradition, the player with the most points at the end of the quiz will be declared the winner. We like twists in this quiz, but that's a step too far. It will be just whoever gets the most points. Um, round one, as has been the case before, will be the specialist subject round. Each player has been um, is asked has been asked to pick their favourite specialist subject and to answer 10 questions on that topic. It's another topic that they haven't covered already in this quiz so far. Um, Tom, you had the highest XG across the previous set of quizzes, so you will go first. Um, and your specialist subject here is uh, Ian Jesse's Aberdeen career. So what made you go for that? I was running out of things that I knew anything about, so uh, like I said, yeah, another Aberdeen Football Club related one. But um, if I can keep it in the nineties and related to uh, Aberdeen, then that was great. But like he was my he was my favourite player growing up. Um, still, I'll still the most naturally gifted Scottish footballer I've seen, uh, bar bar none. Perfect. Well, let let's get cracking then. Question number one. Jess made his competitive debut for Aberdeen in May 1989 in a 0-0 draw at Pataudry against which club? Motherwell. Correct. His first goal for the club came in August 1989 when he scored the only goal in a 1-0 victory over which club at Pataudry? Dundee. Correct. In just his eighth appearance for the Dons, Jess started the 1989-90 League Cup final win over Rangers at Hampden. Who replaced him as a substitute right at the end of the game? Um, Brian Irvin Correct 
Question number three. Jess remains the last Aberdeen player to score four or more goals in an away league match. Which side did he do this against in January 1990? Uh, Dunfermline. Correct. Question number five. Jess won 15 of his 18 Scotland caps as an Aberdeen player. Against which country did he make his debut in November 1992? November Come on now. Um, that's one of two. Uh, I'm going to say Italy. That is correct. <sighs> you should not have got that one. <laughs> there's not a time limit on this because I've never had been. Oh, <laughs> are, we, are we getting, are we getting antsy about the time? Come, come. Question number Str- six. Stretch it out. Stretch the plate. <laughs> Question number six. Jess had his highest scoring season for the Dons in the 1992-93 campaign. How many did he score in all competitions? In all competitions. He got... Oh, he got 17? 16 was the correct answer. Oh. Question number seven. In which year did Jess first depart Aberdeen to join Coventry City? He left in 1996. That is correct. Question number eight. After returning, which piece of history did Jess make in August 1998? Oh, he was the first, scored the first goal in the SPL. That is correct. Question number nine. In total, how many cup finals did Jess make an appearance in for Aberdeen? Five? Correct answer is six. And in question number 10, Jess left Aberdeen for the final time in January 2001, joining Bradford City on loan. Which manager signed him for the Bantams? Pass. It was, Jim, it was Jim Jeffries. Mm. So that was a that was a pretty impressive seven out of ten there, Tom. So um, a, a good start to the quiz, I would say. That brings us over to Craig, and Craig, your specialist subject is Hearts versus Hibs, two thousand and three to twenty twenty three. What made you go for that one? I originally sent you Craig Gordon's Hearts career, and then I thought, well, for a goalkeeper, it's maybe a bit more difficult and maybe difficult for you to come up with questions and then therefore maybe more difficult for me to answer. So I was like, well, right, what else do I really know well that I don't have to do too much research or I don't have the time? I was like, I don't know, Edinburgh Derbys. The games every year that I look forward to the most, like I don't think I've missed a single one in that time frame. Um, there's a couple I've not managed to get to in person, but I've definitely watched them live. So yeah, that was just, that seemed like the most obvious one to pick. And a 20 year period seemed fine. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good it's a good length for it. Uh, like if you don't if you don't give me a time period, it's always harder. So so yeah, we're 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 all set here, and you've put the pile the pressure on yourself by by basically saying you've seen every single one of these games. <laughs> don't don't say I remember them all. <laughs> I was definitely there. We'll oh, see man, how we live. We'll see how we go. So question number one, the first Edinburgh Derby of 2003 saw substitute Graham Weir score twice in stoppage time to secure a four four draw for Hearts at Tynecastle. Which player did he replace in the eighty second minute of that game? Andy Kirk. Correct. Question number two. 
Hibs defeated Hearts 2-0 at Easter Road to end Hearts' unbeaten start to the 2005-06 SPL season. How many league matches had Hearts gone without losing at the start of the season before then? Oh, no. Uh, God. Right, so... Ah, uh, right. right let's, let's have a think about this. So, I can really even name them all. So, I'm trying to think if we replayed... Because we played Hibs on the second day of the season. And I think we had, yeah, we had defeated Kelly, who we'd already played. So that would have made, Kelly must have then been our 12th game, is that right? So yeah, be a little, yeah, 12 teams in the league, play 11, yeah, 12. I'm going to say 12. That is correct. Yes. Good logic, I think. It doesn't work that way now, but I think it used to. Yeah. Uh, question number three. In October 2006, Hibs beat Hearts 1-0 in the League Cup quarterfinal on their way to winning the trophy. Who scored the only goal of that game? Rob Jones. Correct. Question number four. Which player scored the first Edinburgh Derby goal of the 2010s decade? First Edinburgh Derby goal of the 2010s. So that would have been 09-10 season, which, let me just get this definitely right, 09-10 was Laszlo. So it was a New Year game. It was at Easter Road. It was Gordon Smith. Correct. Question number five. Hearts defeated Hibernian 5-1 in the 2012 Scottish Cup final. Which Hibernian player was substituted in the first half of that match? Ivan Sproul. No, wait. Sorry. Was it No, wait. Sproul, come on. No, it was uh, Jorge Claros. I will accept that because you were... You you corrected yourself before I jumped in, so... (laughs) uh, Controversial. Uh... Question number six. Hearts defeated Hibs four times in all competitions during the 2013-14 season in which both sides were relegated from the top flight. Which player scored in two of those Hearts wins? Callum Patterson. Correct. Question number seven. On their way to winning the 2015-16 Scottish Cup, Hibs came from 2-0 down at Tynecastle before beating Hearts in the replay. Come on, which, two, which two players were sent off in the second match at Easter Road? Oh, it was... Uh, Blasio Augustin and Jason Cummins. That is correct. Question number eight. Hibs' last win over Hearts at time of recording came on Boxing Day 2019. Who scored for Hibs in that match? Martin Boyle. Correct. Question number nine. During this period from 2003 to 2023, who are the top goal scorers for each club in competitive derby matches? Paul Hartley and Derek Riordan. That is correct. Eight for Hartley and seven for Riordan. Perfect. And question number 10, Riordan was one of three players who has scored in three consecutive derbies during this period. Can you name the other two? And it's one from each club. Oh, I think that's where you're going to get me here. Three consecutive derbies from this period. Right, okay. Um, I mean, Hartley seems like an obvious one if he's one of their players, but then that also feels too obvious after your last question. I know how you like to operate, Craig. Um, right, <laughs> let's give it up. Uh, Patterson wouldn't have done it no because yeah he didn't score in those games in between did he it was the season before nah this is quite tough this is quite a hard one this one Um, I'm going to say Gary O'Connor for Hibs and for Hart God's sake for Hart Um, do you know the club now who would who would what have we done? What have we done recently? <laughs> it's like I'm now struggling to remember any Hearts Sims games. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
Wait, how many games have played? Wait, hang on. Oh, Lauren Shankland. So, so Lauren Shankland is correct, but uh, Jason Cummings uh, actually ah. scored, scored in four in a row for Hibs. Um, right, I should have got that. I actually should have got that. Uh, and, and yeah, fair play for not remembering the three most recent ones for a very long time. But that was a, that was an extremely <laughs> impressive uh, nine out of ten. So it gives you a two point lead heading into um, round two. But this is where we're obviously going to introduce some some different formats to what we've seen before. And round two is called Scotland Cap Darts. In keeping with the game of darts, each player will start with 501 points and the goal is simply to get down to zero before your opponent. On each turn, you name a male Scotland international and the score you get is the number of caps that they won for the Scotland team. You can only win by getting to exactly zero. So, for example, if you have eight points remaining and you pick a player with eight cap and with nine caps, that doesn't count and you stay on eight. So, it's a bit of a battle of wills here, um, and and we'll obviously see who who gets down to five from five hundred one to zero first. Um, this is very experimental, but I think it will work. Um, but to decide who goes first, um, because obviously there is an advantage there, I'm going to ask each of you to name a Scotland women's international player, and whoever gets a player closest to one hundred caps will get to go first. Um, so Tom, since you started the original quiz, you can you can name the first player here. Caroline. Okay, and uh, Craig, would you like to? Uh, Rachel Corsi. So I can tell you that Rachel Corsi has 140 caps for Scotland, Craig. (laughs) Uh, And unfortunately for you, uh, Caroline Weir was about one of the best answers you could have had. Caroline Weir has 96 caps. Yeah, Caroline Weir was good. I knew Caroline Weir had roughly that much, so she was the first person that popped in my head. And as soon as Tom said that, I was knackered. So the only the only players that you, you could have had that would have beaten Caroline Weir would have been Nikki Grant, um, who I don't even know, and Hayley Lauder. Ah. Hayley Lauder had 103. Suzanne Grant, a friend of the show now, uh, would have had um, 104. Uh-huh. Um, and um, yeah, so we were we were um, we were you did well there, Tom. So you're going. I don't know how much of an advantage this is, but you're going to get to go first nonetheless, and you're. Task is obviously to get from 501 points down to zero. So who do you want to select? Um, Jim Layton. So Jim Layton, uh, this is where my alphabetical order is going to let me down. Jim Layton won 91 caps for Scotland. So Jim Layton takes you down to 410. Craig? Kenny Douglas. Kenny Douglas won 102 caps. So you're down to 399. Uh, Alex McLeish. Alex McLeish. Won 77 caps, so you're down to 333. Craig? Darren Fletcher. Darren Fletcher won 80 caps for Scotland, so you're down to 319. Tom? Uh, Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller won 69 caps for Scotland, taking your tally to 264. Craig? Tom Boyd. Tom Boyd. Won 72 caps for Scotland, bringing you to 247. So you've got a 17 cap lead at the moment, Craig. Uh, Christian Daly. Christian Daly. This is some, some good answer in here. We've got Christian Daly got 67 caps. So, Tom, that takes you to 197. Craig. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon has um, 74 caps. So 173. You're on. Tom? Um, Andy Robertson. 
current Scotland captain Andy Robertson has, I think, 61 caps. I'm going to check that. 62 caps. Uh, and that brings you to 135. Uh, it would be a finish in darts. It's probably not a finish in this game. Big. <laughs> Willie Miller. Uh, and Willie Miller has uh, 65 caps for Scotland, taking you down to one weight. Tom? Uh, Gary McAllister. Gary McAllister has 57 caps. So, Tom, that takes you down to 78. Craig? Um, Graham Alexander? Graham Alexander has exactly 40 caps for Scotland, so you're down to 68 caps. So I think you're both in range of a, a player, but I don't know if there's an actual player on this, but you're below Kenny Dalglish's cap record at this point <laughs> in the pair of you. Um, Colin Hendry. Colin Hendry won 51 caps for Scotland, so Tom, that leaves you on 27. Craig? Gary Naismith. Gary Naismith won... 46 caps for Scotland, so that leaves you on 22. So this is where there's definitely players out there. Tom, who are you going to go for? But remember, uh, if you get someone who has more than 27 caps, then you stay on 27. So that's the... Stevie Crawford. Stevie Crawford, I find him, has 25 caps for Scotland. Oh, no! Uh, so that uh, leaves Tom on two. Craig, you need 22. 22... 22-22 undefeated. Right, um, let me think. So, right, three, uh, what top ten, another. Shea Adams. Shea Adams, Craig, has 23 caps for oh, Scotland. No! <laughs> so, uh, that's no score for you. Oh, no. Tom, two caps. Uh, Eric Black. It's not the one I would have gone for, but Eric Black, yeah, I'm sorry, I need to go into a different list here, um, using the ever-reliable Wikipedia, of course. Eric Black did have two caps for Scotland, and therefore you do win. I was thinking Angus Gunn was the easy one, but uh, your, your, uh, your answer is correct. So just just to give you a wee, um, a wee heads up there, Craig, on who you could have had on 22 caps, because I saw a couple as we went along there. That, I mean, that was incredibly unlucky. Um <laughs> But as we had 22 caps, we had uh, Alan Gozine, old one. Lee Griffiths won 22 caps for Scotland. Uh, Dave Mackay, um, not the, the Hearts one, obviously. Um, uh, Tosh McKinley won 22 caps for Scotland. John White, Davy Wilson uh, and Davy Cooper and Scott Booth. Uh, we're all 22. Dave Mackay's the only one I'm a wee bit annoyed I didn't get because as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. So he did, so that was how many he won. Well, that is the first one, that sorry, I was, I was getting, the, the time didn't work, match up in my head. But anyway, yeah, yes, you're right. So I, I should have mentioned before the start, but that was worth five points that oh, round. So that is uh, five points to you, Tom. But there's plenty of other chances. It's a 12-9 lead for Tom as we head into round three. There's plenty more rounds there up for, up for grabs. I think 50 points in total um, available. Um, so we move on to round three. And round three is a simple game of sudden death. The concept is simple. I will pick a topic and the players will take it in turns to name a correct answer until someone gets it wrong. And there are five topics in total and each of them is worth two points. So two points for being the person who is the last man standing on this topic. Uh, and so, Tom, you went first there. So Craig is going to go first this time. Um, and and we'll, uh, as, as you'll discover, I don't think going first is a huge advantage here. But nonetheless, we will, we will we'll stick with that. 
Um, and the, the first topic, and Craig, you'll have to give me, or Reach, give me a name in turn. Any club who has played in a Scottish Cup final. So all you need to do is name a club who's played in the Scottish Cup final and you will be all set. Celtic. Correct. Rangers. Correct. Hearts. Correct. Hibs. Correct. Aberdeen. Correct. Kilmarnock. Correct. Queen's Park. Yep. <clears throat> Motherwell. Yep. Inverness, Caledonian, Thistle. Yep. St. Merrin. Yep. Falkirk. Yep. Uh, Dundee United. Yep. St. Johnston. Yep. Uh, Dan Firmland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure they did win it, didn't they, under Jockstein? Yes, that's correct. Um, oh, God. It's going to start a panic. Uh, right. Oh, Airdrieonians. Uh, correct. Uh, Dundee. Yep. Have we said have we said thistle? Is that your answer? Parrick thistle. Yep. Clean of the South. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gretna. Yep. Uh, Ross County. Yep. When did they play us? Uh, they lost to Dundee United in twenty. Oh, so they did. I see now. Bugger. <laughs> Could have done about that being an answer. I'm going for one here because I'm going to start to struggle already. Like, let me actually let me think through the top flight uh, quickly. So, and, uh, I can't remember if I ever get my final. Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's uh, let's stick my neck out on this one. Dumbarton. Correct. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Six can... Scottish Cup finals for Dumbarton, but not since 1897. Yeah, I remember they used to be very, very good. Uh... Over a hundred years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of clutching the straws here a little. Um, race. Correct. Ugh. One Scottish Cup final in 1913. <laughs> right, who, what else is... I think of just clubs now. <laughs> right, okay, who's in the... Who's, who's in the championship? <laughs> right, uh... God's sake. Um... Do I think... Uh, yeah, they've never. God, this is absolutely solid. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for third Lanark. Correct. Yes. <laughs> olden times, an olden times one. Um... Who else would have been? Who else would have been back in the day? Clyde? Yep. Would three, time, three times winners. <laughs> God's sake. East Fife. Correct, yep. <sighs> Queen's Park. They've already been said, Tom, I'm afraid. <sighs> so that is two points, to, two points to Craig for that one. Um, so some of the other names that you, you could have had that I think weren't given. Well uh, vale of Leaving uh, were mm. three-time winners mm. in the Cup. Um, Renton, two-time winners. I was going to guess. Renton was going to be my next guess. Uh, Greenock Morton um, won it in 1922. St Bernard's won it in 1895. 
Hamilton Ackies were twice beaten finalists. Albion Rovers were once beaten finalists. Cambus Lang, Clydesdale uh, and Thornley Bank. So we, we, you, you were very much scraping the barrel by that point. So I think that was pretty impressive. It lasted longer than I thought it would. So that was just the first of five of those. Um, oh, that's tense. Yeah. <laughs> Two points for each one. So the second one, and Tom, you'll get to go first this time, is Spanish players who have appeared in the Scottish top flight. So any Spanish player who has appeared in the Scottish top flight, and obviously we're talking football nationality of Spanish. So, Tom, um, take us away. Nacho Novo. Correct. Carlos Queller. Correct. Um, David Fernandez. Yep. Watanjo. Yep. Real more and more. Yep. One ma. Yep. <sighs> Not bust already. <laughs> um. Dude, I've got two more. We'll just call it there. <laughs> um. I can't remember his name. Mm. <laughs> there, 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 there will be a sort of time limit on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I can't remember his name. We'll pass. Okay, so that's two more points for Craig. Yeah, do you want do I chuck some names at us, Craig? Just to... yeah. Susan Santana, Ruben Palazuelos, um, Rubio. You play for Livy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's probably nearly fifty of these. Um, so some. <laughs> Some high-profile ones, I would say, um, probably about to be English Premier League winning manager, Mikel Arteta. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you've got... Um, <laughs> well, Jesus Garcia San Juan played for a while for Kelly. Roberto Martinez, potentially. Jesus, Jesus Garcia Tena. Yep, Jesus Garcia Tena, Fran Sandaza, Javier Sanchez Broto. Broto, that was uh, the fixated one. Spanish <laughs> FA, um, President Luis Rubiales, formerly of Hamilton Academicals. Uh, who have we got? Um, yeah, plenty of others. Um, uh, not, not that they're coming to, to mind at the moment. Julian Echabiguren, uh, amongst the others. But two more points. Two more hips. Sorry. Hips have had many Spaniards. Paco Luna. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, it's not, they're not in vogue as much as they were for that, that little spill. But nonetheless, um, right, so Craig, you're going to go first this time. Probably a shorter one this because there's not as many correct answers. If we get to the end, uh, and uh, you can get a point each because uh, there's only 20 of these. Um, current Scottish Women's Premier League or SWPL2 team, so SWPL1 or SWPL2 clubs. Rangers. Yep. Celtic. Yep. Glasgow City. Yep. Hibs. Yep. Hearts. Yep. Aberdeen. Yep. Hamilton Ackes. Yep. Uh, Falkirk. Incorrect. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Motherwell, Dundee United. Thought I was being clever. Kilmarnock. Rolling out. St. Johnson. Glasgow yep. Women. Yep. Well, so that is it. Uh, that is. Uh, Three wins to zero so far. So that's like six points for you, Craig. So you're currently three points ahead. We've still got two more rounds in this format. Number four, and you get to go first here, Tom. 
is any player, so there's 22 answers here, any player who started uh, Serbia won, Scotland won a Euro 2020 qualifying playoff match. Which and that's any player on either side. Uh, Alexander Mitrovic. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you bastard, you're actually Serbia won um, Ryan Christie. Yep. Um, David Marshall. Yep. Lyndon Dykes. Yep. Uh, Kieran Tierney. Yep. Andy Robertson. Yep. Uh, John McGinn. Correct. Callum McGregor. Yep. Um, Declan Gallagher. Correct. Scott McTominay. Yep. Uh, Luka Jovic. I believe that's incorrect. I think he came on as a sub. He did come on as a sub, Tom. Yes. I'm afraid. Robert Ryan, I only had Tiger and Ryan Jack left. That was the only one I was sure about. I'm trying to be smart and it's falling flat on its face. There, there, was only, there was only two Scottish players left, which was Ryan Jack and Stephen O'Donnell. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, there, there were some Serbians you might have got. Tadic, Milankovic, Savic, um, Good Eye. Uh, yeah, several others. But yes, so that is it. Uh, you're, you're on course for a clean sweep here, Craig, because that's 8 0 <laughs> for this round. Um, <laughs> So the final... See if she had him suddenly been injured for one more game. I would have, I would have had this wrapped up. <laughs> so, Tom, um, or I think, sorry, yeah, uh, Tom, you're going first here, is that right? I think I went first last No, time. yeah, Craig, you're sorry, you are going first. And it is clubs, any club who has been faced by an S, any European club who has been faced by an SPFL side in European competition since the 1st of January 2020. Oh, so okay. in the last, uh, in the last. Can I can I say one even though I can't pronounce? Yep, that will be that will be fine. Istanbul, uh, Basketshire, Fisher. Yep. <laughs> BK Hacken. Uh, yep, I'm sure that's correct. That's where Aberdeen played, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Juventus. Correct. Um, Sporting. Yep. FC Zurich. Yep. Uh, Viking. Yep. RFS. Yep. Uh, Carabag. Yep. AZ Alkmaar. Correct. <laughs> uh, Borussia Dortmund. Yep. Sligo Rovers. Yeah, I'm sure that one is correct. Um, no, they pumped my didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was this season. Sorry, I was thinking that, uh, yes, yeah, that's correct. Uh, Runovic, Ennis Runovic. Um, who do you think they played, Tom? Just out of Aberdeen. Yes, I think you're right. I'm just, uh, yes, you're correct. So I'm going across like three different pages here, so I'm just, uh, yep. Um, Oh, who the fuck was it? Uh, oh, um, God's sake, the bloody... No, I can't remember exactly who this was. So no, I'll go, I'll go away for them. Uh, right, Eintracht Frankfurt. Correct. Um, F... <sighs> what is it called? San... Santa Colma? Uh, yeah, I believe that's correct. <laughs> I remember them. <laughs> uh, Liverpool. Yep. 
L-A-S-K, Lask. Uh, yep. Oh, nice. Uh, Galatasaray. Yep. Um... <laughs> Slavia Prague. Um, I'm just trying to find them when that was. I think you're right. Oh. Ah, he is right. Yep. Ferenc Varos. Also believe that's correct. Um, just getting the exact date of that I think game. It was the same season. Um. Yep, that's right. Um. Uh, Bo- Bodo glimped. Correct. Nice. <laughs> Real Madrid. Yep. Come on now. Thinking for the list or more of this. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic pauses. Um... <laughs> Jablonek. Correct. Fucking hell, who the fuck are they? <laughs> um, Braga. Yep. Just trying to think, like, random Eastern Europeans. <laughs> uh, it's Aberdeen signing policy, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's working for me so far, Andrew. Uh, Alashkert. I think that's correct, yep. Yeah, I feel like. Bayer Leverkusen. Yep. <laughs> Can't be many left. Trying to be countries and trying to think of us. <clears throat> Craig, Craig's got a cinema to go to, Tom. <laughs> yeah, no, slowing slow, slow down the pace of the game. All right, let's take a pass, though. Uh, I'm just trying to go through. Feel like what happened? What happened? Hey, hey, you? You had an answer that was, was redacted and you got away with it. <laughs> I'm playing my card. Um, Mitchetland. Ooh, um... I, I do remember them. Yeah, that's correct. Rieka. Yep. Fucking oh, hell. It's like serving to Nadal. <laughs> Have that. And it's coming straight back here with interest. I'm like, fucking hell. Um, Malmo. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. Oh, yep. no, he's fucking done me. That was my one. That was finally the one I had chambered. Um, oh, no. I'm toiling now. Can't believe he's going to pull this out of the bag. Fucking time-wasting prick. Yeah, you've been Mourinho'd. I am going to take a stab here. No, wait. No, surely no. Who else the fuck did? Right. Who else did? The time limit on this, Craig. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) Not anymore, you've got the no. cinema. You've got the cinema to go to. <laughs> you've right. got. You've got the cinema. So when? Oh, who was that? 
Copenhagen. Um, I think that's correct. I'm just trying to find it to double check. Celtic in 2020. Um, early. I'm trying to find it though because I thought I saw them earlier. I'm I'm not I'm not saying no yet. I'm doing a uh, control and F on all this. Yes, you're correct. Very very early 2020. <laughs> I always remember that as we watched it. My stag did. I thought I was uh, the 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 momentum's gone once you think you've gone back and forward here. No, I think I I probably misjudged this question. There's like too many answers. It's like too long. (laughs) Should have just picked this season or something. I'm going to have to press you for an answer. It's fine, Yeah. Let me check. I, I don't think they're correct. I don't think you, they're correct either. You never you never know. They might pop, pop in, but... Uh, nah. We've got a 2019 for fine odd, but... Uh, oh, that was close. I was thinking, mm, that might be right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's incorrect, Tom. Nah. You could, you could have had Ajax or PSV, um, oh, both of whom Rangers played this season, but... Uh, <laughs> Napoli were still out there. Yeah, um, he only popped it in my head after Tom said fire on I was like, oh Christ, at least I have another one if this is right. RB Leipzig, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk also from this season for Celtic. Um, they were the, they were one, because I nearly said Hamburg at one point. I, I don't think know. so. Hamburg up in the second tier for, for right, two okay. years. So, right. uh, but we, were, we were pretty much exhausted beyond that. Like in some teams, um, I think... Celtic played Real Betis in 2021. Um, you could have had them. Oh, I Rangers that, played Red Star Belgrade uh, on the way to the um, UEFA Cup final last season. Leon and Sparta Prague in Bronby in their group. Couldn't have told oh, you that. I couldn't remember mm. any of that. Lost their first two games. Didn't remember that. Um, it's less what? the it's less the list of it's less the list of teams in the fixtures. It's more that the last. Three oh, years might as well have been the last fifteen for me. Like, I have no idea. Um, if it happened after twenty fifteen, uh, after twenty ten, I think it's recent history. Anyway, that is an incredible uh, ten point clean sweep Fair for Craig in that round, and you now have a seven point lead. We've got three rounds to go. They won't take as long as that one. Round four is all about famous goals in Scottish football, but as with everything in this quiz, it comes with a twist, and the focus is not on the players who scored them. I've got two sets of questions, and uh, Tom, since you, um, I think, well, you won the last thing and you've not had the other advantage of that, you're just going to get to pick between the red questions or the blue questions. I'll take the red questions, please. The red questions The red questions are the Mikel Landro pack. <laughs> the red questions are the Mikel Landro pack. You have to name five <laughs> goalkeepers who were on the receiving end of famous Scottish football goals. So, five questions, five players, five goalkeepers. Okay. Question number one. Lucas Djukovic smashed home Motherwell's equaliser in a 6-6 draw with Hibs at Fur Park, but who was the Hibs goalkeeper who he beat? Been... I know this. John Ruddy. And what? <laughs> he smashed him past his own goalie. Oh, sorry. I thought you said, <laughs> who is his goalie? Oh, sorry. I'm, I misunderstood. Um, 
Uh, so the hip, oh, I, will, I will accept that as a, a, a genuine mistake. So if you if you want to fly, because um, this is sorry, yeah. this is the right, 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 right. So you're not letting moan about it now. Yeah, fine. No more. No, no moans. It was purely bringing the attention of VAR to the on-field. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have been. Graham Smith? That is correct, Tom. Question number two. Lee Griffiths scored two famous free kicks for Scotland in a 2-2 draw with England at Hamden in 2017, but which goalkeeper did he put them past? Joe Hart. Correct. Question number three. Craig Whiten scored the goal for Dundee, which relegated Dundee United at Dens Park in 2016. Who was between the sticks for the terrors that night? Some some real thought going into this again. I'm just trying uh, like it's it's the years. Uh. Pass. It was Iji Kawashima. Oh, I can remember him, but I couldn't. Eat, I could, like I can picture Still him going him, strong. Still playing the, the French top flight. Is that right? Yeah, I, couldn't, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. He was in the Japan squad for the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, question number four: St Johnston secured, secured a historic double when Sean Rooney powered the header past which goalkeeper for the only goal of the 2021 Scottish Cup final? Um, that would have been. Seacrest It was Matt Macy of Hibernian Incredibly not even the best goalkeeper at the club at the time And question number five Tony Watt's famous goal helped Celtic to a 2-1 victory over Barcelona at Celtic Park in 2012 Which goalkeeper did he beat? It's not incredibly obvious, but Victor Valdez. That is correct. Um, yeah, and, and I uh, learned something new today because I still had it in my head that game finished 2-0. So um, there you <laughs> go, uh, until I checked it. Um, Messi scored in stoppage time, apparently. Um, so there you go. Um, so Craig, that means that you are left with the Andy Halliday pack. Any oh. thoughts on what? Any <laughs> yeah, thought- he's certainly on my boy, Blue. <laughs> any, any thoughts on what, uh, what that consists of? Uh, goal scorers and losing Scottish Cup finals. Well, cl- cl- f- pe- people who scored goals that are not really very well remembered in oh, famous right. matches. <laughs> um, yeah, so so players who scored the, the other goals in the, in the big games. Um, so question number one, um, Scott McDonald scored twice in the last two minutes for Mullerwell on helicopter Sunday in 2005, but who had opened the scoring for Celtic? John Hartson. It was Chris Sutton. Fuck. I'm going to double check that because I thought it was John Hartson and now that you say that, but I'm, I think it was uh, Chris Sutton because I looked it up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing if not... Uh, nothing if not thorough. Uh, yeah, no, Chris Sutton, 29 minutes according yeah. to the BBC Match Report. Um, if, I, if you'd asked me that question, I'd have said Hartson as well, to be fair. Uh, question number two. Alim Ozturk scored a famous stoppage time equaliser at Easter Road in 2014, but who had opened the scoring for Hibs? Probably him, because it's always him. Jason Cummins. It was Dominique Malonga. So it was. Fuck. Oh, fuck's sake, Craig. 
Question number three. Hibernian's 5-5 draw with Rangers in 2018 is best remembered for Neil Lennon doing an aeroplane celebration on the Easter Road pitch following Hibs' equaliser. But who actually scored it? Who scored Hibs' equaliser? Yeah. Jimmy McClurn. Correct. Question number four. Falkirk beat Hibernian 3-2 at the Falkirk Stadium to secure a 5-4 aggregate win in a memorable 2015-16 Premiership playoff uh, semi-final. But which player scored twice for Hibs in that match? James Keatons. Correct. And question number five, Stephen McManus sparked wild celebrations with his 96th minute winner over Liechtenstein at Hamden in 2010, but who'd scored Scotland's equaliser earlier in the game? Kenny Muller. Correct. And that is, uh, therefore, three points for you as well, Craig. So it's still a... Um, really seven... sure not have one. That Malonga one, on it, as, soon as, the, as soon as the word Cummins left my mouth, I was like, fuck, no, I think it was Malonga. So you have a seven-point lead heading into um, heading into the next round. And the next round, well, we enjoyed it so much before, it's another game of darts. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Fucking hell! Again, we're, again, we're five points. This is this penultimate round, so you will have a league going into the final round, Craig. But this, is it, if, if Tom ends up winning this, this is absolute shenanigans. Is it, is it going to be a two-point lead or an unassailable 12-point lead? We'll wait and see. Um... So this time we are looking at Scottish goal scorers in the English Premier League 1992 to present. All the data that I'm getting are taken from the official English Premier League website, so blame them if they're wrong. And we're going to start on 201 rather than 501 this time. But just to mix things up, the question to decide who goes first here will be the only non-Scottish football one in the quiz. I'll ask you to aim, name a non-Scottish player and whoever is closest to 100 English Premier League goals will go first. Craig, I'll let you start this time because Tom went first the last time. So just as close to 100 English Premier League goals as you can get. Um, Dion Dublin. So, yeah, and uh, Tom? Uh, Sadio Mane. Okay, so let me find those two players now because that was... uh, Dion Dublin scored 111 goals. Mm. Sadio Mane scored... 111 goals. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows how you managed that. So, so give me another player each, Craig. <laughs> Bloody hell, didn't see that coming. Oh. Yeah. Right, God. Then, fucking try to just think of somebody that played for Spurs or something. Uh, but obviously, Kane's not the right guy to shout. <laughs> Uh, Demetar Berbatov. Okay, and Tom? <laughs> Eric Cantona. So Demetar Berbatov scored 94. Mm. That, that was pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty sure Cantona is quite far below that. I'm just going to check. Yeah, I I've not seen his name. Double check the due, due diligence here. Um, Eric Cantona, 70. So, Craig, that means that you get to, to go first here. And what I'm looking for again... Official Premier League website, starting on 201, Scottish player, who uh, Premier League goals. And that's 92 onwards. All right, 92 onwards. So let's think, right, early Scottish, yeah, who the who bloody hell was playing for us? Uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. There's no money. Uh, Kenny Miller. <sighs> Kenny Miller's quite far down this list, Craig. He's not on the first <laughs> page, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Miller I'm having to scroll Kenny Miller scored 6 
six Premier League goals for Kenny Miller. Bloody hell. That was bad. Tom? Um, Stephen Fletcher. A better shout. Stephen yes. Fletcher scored 53 Premier League goals. Uh, Gary McAllister? Gary McAllister scored 49. Better than Kenny Miller. Your lead has been wiped out, though. You're, you're currently two ahead of Tom, and Tom's got a... It's Tom's turn, so... Kevin Gallagher. Kevin Gallagher uh, scored 56. That's a much, goals. much better shot. You're down to 92, Tom. Craig, you're on 146. Oh, this is a fucking nightmare, this one. Uh... Right, Scotland team, sorry. Who was our forward? Oh, um... Don Hutchison. Don Hutchison scored 37. Tom, you're on 92. Uh, John Spencer. John Spencer scored 36. Good shout. John Spencer, bloody hell. Down to 56. So you're down to, be- you're down to below the top level. Uh, what am I on? 109, Craig. You can give me any player you want. <laughs> There's nobody scored that many. Who did it? Fuck, I had somebody in my head and it's just completely gone. What the hell? Um, uh, oh, James McFadden. Damn it. James McFadden scored 20 English Premier League goals. Ah, Jesus. So you're on 56, Tom. Uh, Charlie Adam. Charlie Adam scored 33. What? <laughs> That's more than I thought. So you're down to 23, Tom. I'm going to lose yeah. this again. He's got, two, he's got to get 10 points out of this fucking daft format. You just play the game, Craig. Just play the game. This is going to be a hard one to finish, I'll tell you that. Right, okay. This is, this is like the, bloody the, loads. the BBC darts for them trying to get the doubles in this one, I think. God's sake. Right, Scotland. Bro, I said in such a kind of broad accent. Scotland! Scotland, it's like the Sky Sports opening sequences. <laughs> okay, right. But I think. Anybody for. No. No. Uh... Anybody. Oh, wait, hang on. Oh. Hmm. No. <laughs> oh, uh, Robert Snodgrass Robert Snodgrass has 26 that's not too bad you're down to 63 Craig Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom you're on 23 so there are there are some players who got 23 so you'd have to be very lucky but you never know <sighs> okay um, I want to go um, Brian McClare Brian McClare scored 18 Premier League goals. So you're on five. Uh, A very difficult score to leave yourself on, mm, Craig. Uh, 63 for you. Doesn't this, this whole thing is a ghastly nightmare. Um, did, he have, did he score any goals? Uh, let's just take a... Uh, this, this is going to be terrible, I'm guessing. But so that Darren Fletcher... Darren Fletcher scored exactly 23 if Tom had given me him the one. <laughs> so you're down to 40, Craig. I'm still dying. I'm still miles away. 
Tommy, five. You need five. A very difficult score to get. Um, oh, no. Uh, there's, there's obviously several players who you could win with, but... In fact, there's only three, so... Gary Caldwell. Oh, okay, that's Gary Caldwell. Um... We have, have to go and search for his name at this rate because um, he's not. He's, the, the high I'm ones sure he scored, but sure he must have. Sure, he collected own goals as far as I'm aware. But uh, <laughs> Tom Gary Caldwell scored six Premier League goals. Oh. <laughs> right, ah oh, man, that's tough. Uh, you can hear me dripping with sympathy there. Um, Oh, oh. James Morrison. James Morrison, Craig, scored 32. That brings you down to eight. Oof. It's 8-5, Tom. The pressure is really on now. Can you get your five points? I feel we might be here a wee while. Ian Jess. Oh, that might be a good shout. Um, let oh, me no. see. Oh, oh, oh. Ian Jess scored four English Premier League goals. So you are down to one, Tom. Craig, you're, you're on eight. There are definitely some players who are sitting on eight goals, so there is a chance to win here. You do have an out. Andy but, Robertson. Uh, well, that's a, an interesting shout. I'm going to see where he is. He's not showing up yet. Andrew Robertson, Craig, has... Eight Premier League goals. Ah, oh, you're kidding me. Oh. Brutal. The tension, uh, the tension there. And interestingly, um, both of you, so, so who you could have had on five, um, which have been quite tricky to get, uh, Tommy Wright of Bradford City, never even heard of him. Nope. Alan Smart, who I think had a spell up here, but played for Watford maybe. Uh, the, the only one that you might have had a shout with, but I don't think he would have sprung to mind, was uh, John Fleck. Scored five. Interesting. I had a they... one as well. I had an out. I had a one. Who was your one? Uh, Ray McKinnon. Ray McKinnon. Uh, we'll just double I check that. Got, I'm fairly sure he, he, he got one. Cause it double check to, that. Yeah. There are several players on. Yes, Ray McKinnon did. did yeah. He scored exactly one. Um, Fair play. Good. Interestingly, neither of you picked, and I think your logic, Craig, was driving you away from it. The player who was top of the list was 68 Premier League goals, uh, Big Duncan Ferguson. Oh, God, fuck's sake. Uh, and you had Paul Dickov was also in the top 10, was uh, the only one yeah. that never got picked. 36 goals for him. Shea Adams would have given you 25 this time. James MacArthur uh, would have been one of your other outs on 23, Tom. Matt Elliott, 22. Stephen Naismith, 19. Ryan Fraser, 18. Graham Sharp, 16, and Stuart Armstrong, 15. We're all top 20. So what that does mean, Craig, is that um, you now you now have a 12-point lead and we've got 10 points up for grabs. So we will finish the quiz, but um, the, the drama that we were perhaps uh, <laughs> anticipating has not has not arisen here. Um, I, I thought I'd set this up quite nicely so there'd be something in it, but there we go. Um, we will keep going in case... There was drama in the last round. The last round, there was... And that was, there was tension, but Tom... There was a drama you, enough. 
This is the the kind of back to the original round where you pick a topic for your opposing player and they have to, to answer it. So, Tom, you're going to find out what Craig had picked for you. Craig picked for you Livingston Football Club in the lower leagues. Craig, why did you go for that? I don't know. <laughs> I just, it really just came to my mind when I was trying to think of something. I was like, uh, Livy in the lower leagues. I, actually, that'll do. Right, so send it in. Tom, what's your thoughts? Uh, what would you have been thinking if you were two points behind here? Um, I'm getting so it's sweet, sweet revenge for me picking right at the very start, season 1923-24 or whatever it was for Graham Thulis. Um, no, I would, <laughs> I would be somewhat flummoxed. I would not be. I would not be confident. Well, we'll see how we go. Anyway, question number one: In which season did Livingston win the Scottish Third Division in their first campaign after the murder of Meadowbank Thistle? What season did they win? So Meadowbank Thistle must have been, what was that, 90? Nice. Looking for snooker. Six. That's correct, Tom. Question number two. Which manager led Livy to the Scottish First Division title in 2000-2001, securing their promotion to the SPL? Jim Leishman. Correct. Question number three. In the five seasons between 2007-8 and 2011-12, three different players finished as Livingston's top league goalscorer before subsequently going on to play for Scotland. Name any two of them. So Livingston lower league top goal scorers who went on to play for Scotland in that period. Three Livingston of them. lower league. Robert Snodgrass. That's incorrect. Any other shouts from either of you? Sorry, I wasn't uh, listening. <laughs> he's on doubt. He's, he's on doubt. The other, the other correct answer. Uh, the correct answer is Graham Dorans, um, finished mm. uh, top scorer one season. Lee Griffiths. Of course, and yeah. uh, somehow capped for Scotland, Mark McNulty, all, all top scorers for Livy during that period. Question number four: Who was the owner of Livingston during their second administration in two thousand and nine? I don't know this one. Try to make a bid for us, the charlatan. No, pass. Can't remember. Angelo Massoni. Correct. Yeah. Question number five. In April 2010, Livy made history by fielding four brothers in a 2-0 victory over Albion Rovers in the third division. Name any three of them. <laughs> this is tough. There's only two of them that anybody remembers. Oh yeah, that's the point, right? Sorry, can you repeat that again? Livy made history by fielding four brothers in a 2-0 two, uh, two win over Albion Rovers in April 2010. Can you name three of them? Keegan Jacobs. Kyle Jacobs. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> uh, um... And Mr. Jacobs. Jacob Jacobs. <laughs> I think I may as well count. 
I'll, I'll give you. I should have said two. I should have asked for two. It was maybe a bit, a bit hard considering you didn't research. I'll give you. I'll give you it for two. <laughs> uh, the other, the other ones were Devin and Sheldon Jacobs. <laughs> Neither of whom quite had the careers of their brothers. Um, question number six: Levy won the Challenge Cup in twenty fourteen fifteen. Which side did they beat in the final at McDermott Park? Challenge Cup twenty fourteen. 15. Uh, Aloha. That is correct. Question number seven. Club record appearance holder Scott Pittman joined Livingston in 2014 from which club? It's a non-league club. I just can't. It's one of two. Broxburn. <laughs> no. Was it not? I thought no. it was Broxburn. Who, who was? Who was your other one? Bonus. Bonus United. Yeah. I thought it was Brooklyn. No, there. there you go. I'm, I'm now doubting myself. You put you. Uh, this is the second time you've made me doubt. No, I'll, I'll, I'll look up. You just asked the question. Question number eight: Which two sides did Livingston defeat to secure promotion back to the top flight via the playoffs in 2017-18? It was bonus, by the way. It went from Brooklyn to bonus and Livy. Fair enough. Uh, which sorry? Which two sides? Who did they beat in the playoffs to get promoted? Which two sides? Dundee United in the Willow Flood games and then they beat Partick Thistle. Correct. Question number nine. Which manager led them to that promotion? David Hopkin. Correct. And question number ten. In total, how many times have Livingston been promoted in their 28-year history? Christ. Four. Eight times? Seven times. Mm. <laughs> they, they, went, they went from the bottom to the top twice uh, in total, plus uh, an extra relegation in amongst it so to League One for a year. Um, so that was uh, that was still a pretty impressive um, mix <laughs> for you, Tom. Yeah, I think that was... Um, Better than I've had some of the other ends. It would have cranked the pressure up on Craig had uh, had <laughs> things gone differently in the previous round. But nonetheless, Craig, the topic Tom has chosen for you to answer is penalty shootouts involving Scottish clubs. Ah. Tom, what was your thought process there? Um, you can remember. You tend to remember the end points. You don't tend to remember quite so much about what led up to the to the. To the dramatic finale, so I just thought there was lot. There's been lots of them. There's lots of scope for. We're going back fifty years, and uh, so I thought there was a thought there was a fair scope for some interesting questions. And Craig, what are you thinking? Probably struggle here, but uh, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> question number one: uh, In which decade were penalty shootouts first introduced in Scottish football? Nineteen uh, eighties. It was the nineteen seventies. Yeah. Question of, that I did give you that answer. I was, <laughs> I was ignoring that. Uh, question number two. Who were the first Scottish club to compete in a penalty shootout in European competition, losing to Hungarian side Honved in 1970? Um, Pibs. It was Aberdeen. I wasn't sure. that. That's kind of a standard 
trivia question, so I don't know if that was unfair, but anyway. Question number three. Wraith Rovers famously defeated Celtic on penalties in the 1994 League Cup final. Which side did they also beat on penalties in the semi? Nah, can't remember. Um, Dundee United. Airdrie. Question number four. Amazingly, a Scottish club didn't win a penalty shootout in European competition until 2001. Which French club did Rangers beat in the UEFA Cup after a 0-0 aggregate draw? Oxford. It was PSG. Fe- featuring, uh, I think, Mikel Arteta, Ronaldinho and Nicolas Anelka. Oh, um, And Celtic lost on penalties to Valencia the same night. Uh, question number five. Celtic defeated Dundee United 11-10 on penalties in the 2008-9 League Cup semi-final. Which United player missed a decisive pen? Bullflood. Correct. Question number six. Name any of the, any two of the four players who scored in the shootout for Aberdeen as they beat Inverness 4-2 in penalties in the League Cup final in 2014. Adam Rooney. Correct. Hmm. Niall again? Incorrect. Tom, Tom will tell you. Barry Robson. Scott ah, I was going to say Hill. fucking Barry Robson. Fuck's sake. Rob Robson, Vernon, and Nicky Wool. I, I don't know what this map. This course is bloody solid. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> question number. It's hard. It's a final. It's meant to be. Um, question number seven. Hibernian were relegated to the championship after losing their playoff final on penalties to Hamilton Ackies. Who was the Ackies goalkeeper who saved pens from Kevin Thompson and Jason Cummings? Michael McGovern. It was Kevin Cuthbert. I'm doing well here. Question number eight. In 2017, which side were promoted to the championship after winning both of their playoff matches on penalties? Sorry, say that again. In 2017, which side were promoted to the championship after winning both their playoff matches on penalties? Breaking City. Correct. Question number nine. In which season were bonus point penalty shootouts introduced in the Scottish League Cup? Oh, that is a good question. Right. Uh, was it probably in the season before? Ah, God. Well, I was there for one of the first years. I was in Bruce City against Berwick Rangers. What's, what year was that? Right, it was either 16-17 or 17-18. Uh, fucking hell, this is tough. And also as well, Miss Kelly Ayer, one of the first ones in all. So with that of I'm gonna go to 2017. What's the season? Oh, 1718. It was 16-17. Uh, uh, and question number ten. Rangers lost the twenty twenty two Europa League final on penalties to Eintracht Frankfurt. What was the scoreline in the shootout? Four three. It was five four. So Craig, I think uh, a lucky escape there because that was two points for you um, on that round. So had had you not won the, um, the previous round, won all the previous rounds, <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom, but the, the previous round where it where it hinged on uh, Andy Robertson digging you out of a hole, <laughs> uh, you won by eight points in the end. Oh, uh, an impressive victory, and, and well done to Craig, who very frustratingly is the first champion of the Terrace podcast uh, <laughs> quiz. Could not think of a worse person to have to hand this award to. 
Oh, the smugness in the chat is going to be lasting for a good, good while. Um, so thank you. Oh, Craig, do you want to do a, a victory speech? I think it was really, well, the favourite one, didn't it? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine Federer standing up in centre court at Wimbledon saying that. I will. I, I can't me win, didn't you? <laughs> to be fair, I was... Yeah, I mean, I was a wee bit fortunate then. I would have been annoyed if the, the darts thing had done me then, because I definitely did better over all previous rounds until the last one. Um, although we did tie one of them. Um, and yeah. uh, But I did also... So Tom, Tom gave me a good... Um, actually, no, he didn't. Tom, he didn't give me a good game. <laughs> but <laughs> Duncan McKay run me very close yes, to the first yeah, round. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, thinking back to those heady days almost a year ago when we recorded the first round of this. I think it was in the summer. Um, and, uh, Joel, and I think my, my tie with Joel was pretty close as well. Tony... Tony just completely... He, he and I, I did, to be fair, I did uh, shaft Tony a little bit when he was like, we would just be sound about... To be fair to me, he messaged me saying we would just be, be fair so- to you. <laughs> to be fair to myself, I'm great. I'm great. No, no I'm really push me that hard. No, no, sorry. Well, to I, was, I was about to say that I shafted him, but then I was like, well, to be fair, I actually didn't mean to, to fully shaft him. He messaged me saying like, he messaged me saying like, will we just go a bit easy on each other with the with the the what you call it the non non special subject. And I was I was busy at the time, and I was just like, uh, yeah, whatever kind of thing. I just wasn't really paying attention. And then when it came time to eventually organise, when it came to eventually tell Craig the thing, I was like, right, I know what I did to get Tony. Let's give him lower league question because he was not about the lower leagues even like this season. But give him it while he was in Australia. That'll be absolutely perfect. And I think he got zero out of ten. Yeah, he, he, as, soon as, as soon as he came in, he was like, he gave me something that was like not that bad. The, the questions I'd made those questions quite gettable for Tony, um, but his head just his head just went completely. Um, but nonetheless, so thank you, Craig. Um, a, a graceful victor as always. And um, fair play. Thanks. I curse curse you, Andy Robertson. But you know. Fair, well, well played. Thanks to everyone for listening and for your ongoing Patreon contributions. Um, we we have actually discussed taking taking a quiz quiz show on the road, having a, a live quiz at some point is something that that might be in the often maybe before the start of the new season. But aside from that, please join us again next year for season two of sixteen to one. Sports Social Podcast Network.